chill runs down your spine. You see a shape move out of the corner of your eye. You don't know what direction to turn. Suddenly, a hand grabs your shoulder. Halloween has arrived, but I'm sure you've noticed that. I wondered for weeks how I could possibly make an episode good enough for the best day of the whole year. So here I am trying. First up is my poem, The Slasher. At first you may not even know what you saw, but as you wander, you will find him, and you'll wish you hadn't. His knife is sharp, but his wits are sharper. If you manage to outrun him, it's only because he let you. He'll have you soon enough, and you'll never see it coming. That poem is based on a segment of our 2021 Halloween special short film on YouTube. You can check it out right now if you like. As always, link in the description of this episode. Next up is my poem, Creepy Crawlies. Long, slender legs reach from the ground to its grotesque body. Just the thought gives you the shivers. The silent silk sliding is eerie. The eyes are surplus. The creature is so inhuman. So universally hated, oftentimes feared, but fortunately, its weakness is as simple as a shoe. I wrote that poem after I found probably the largest and most disgusting spider I've ever seen. Fortunately, I was able to beat it in the end. Now a poem from Jackson. Get up and before you forget, you've got much to do today. Get dressed, get ready, and maintain the bed where you lay. There's still something you've forgotten, for worse or for better. It will come in due time, so just keep writing that letter. Go and drive to that place the locals go and dive. You're not here to witness their fun, you're here to get things done. Do you remember, now that you've pulled up to find the post office abandoned? No? Then get out and take a look around if you're still shocked and stunned. No one else is around, and now that you remember your letter's on the ground, get up and run before you forget. It's Friday the 13th. That poem of Jackson's was written on Friday the 13th, a day that's very infamous. I also wrote a poem on Friday the 13th, and I'll be reading it now. It's called Enchanted Spirits. Non-believers beware. Danger lurks there. Watch out for fire. Watch out for drums. Watch out for ghouls. 
Dangerous legends come at night if you see them avert your sight. That poem is based on the night marchers of ancient Hawaiian mythology who are said to come at night. And if you see them, you are supposed to look away. I'll now be reading my poem, Tabernacle of Shadow. So you found yourself within the Tabernacle of Shadow. It's easy to get out if you know the proper steps. Don't go to the window. That's something you'll regret. The season has changed. The day is running out. The path seems rearranged. The halls have fog throughout. Wander down the hall till you find a door. Don't open it at all. Just walk a little more. Ignore the noises that you hear. Just keep looking forward. Ahead is everything you fear, but so is your reward. Finally, you'll escape, but don't stop just yet. Chasing is a freaky shape, but it's just an idle threat. Return to home, finally you're free. Never again will you roam, for you fear what you might see. The title of that poem was given to me by Jackson. I wasn't sure what to make of it. But then I began to picture something in my head, and I wrote it down the best I could. Next up is my poem, Secrets of the Dark Road. The road seems to continue forever. The darkness seems to close in around me. The sound of the engine is all I hear. The distant lights are all I see. The signs warn me to turn back, but I press forward. I do not know what lies ahead. That poem was written after I accidentally came across a restricted military base on a night drive in the middle of nowhere. It was a very eerie experience. Now, here's my poem, First Night of the Season. Full moons and creaking floorboards. I'm running, but I'm not getting anywhere. The fog rolls in and I'm blinded. A faint green light illuminates the path ahead of me. Deafening screeches fill my ears. I'm not alone in these woods. I'm more scared than I have ever been. I'll now be reading my poem, Busted Window. A hand smashes through a window. Glass shatters. The hand is bloody and unstoppable. It reaches to grab you. It scratches at your clothes. The hand is truly terrifying, but the figure that it belongs to is so much worse. That poem was sort of based on the classic slasher horror film Halloween, directed by John Carpenter. Need I say more? I'll now be reading my poem, Rustling in the Bushes. Strange noises, not a soul in sight. 
But it's what you can't see that is truly scary. Moments pass. No more sound. Is it aware that I am watching? Is it watching me? More noises. The longer I look, the more I see. I should run. Why don't I? I wait. I'm unsure how it will end. That poem was based on an experience I had where rustling kept coming from the bushes. Pretty self-explanatory. I'll now be reading my poem, Lady by the Lake. She stands tall in a forest of marble, the nearby water quietly singing her song. I feel that I have seen her before. She calls to me and I must wander. Her pale skin is flaked and dirty. At one time, she was as pure as the moon, but I never saw her that way. I never really saw her at all. That poem was written after I saw an image of a statue next to a lake. There was something very eerie about it, and so I thought it would make for a perfect Halloween poem. For the final poem of this episode, I'll be reading Edgar Allan Poe's The Haunted Palace. In the greenest of our valleys, by good angels tenanted, once a fair and stately palace, radiant palace, reared its head. In the monarch thought's dominion, it stood there, never seraph spread opinion, over fabric half so fair. Banners yellow, glorious golden, on its roof did float and flow. This, all this, was in the olden time long ago. And every gentle air that dallied in that sweet day, along the ramparts plumbed and pallid, a winged odor went away. Wanderers in that happy valley through two luminous windows saw spirits moving musically to a lute's well-tuned law. Round about a throne where sitting Porphyrogene in state his glory well-benefiting, the ruler of the realm was seen, and all with pearl and ruby glowing was the fair palace door through which came flowing, 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 and sparkling evermore, a troop of echoes whose sweet duty was but to sing, in voices of surpassing beauty, the wit and wisdom of their king. But evil things in robes of sorrow assailed the monarch's high estate. Ah, let us mourn, for never morrow shall dawn upon him desolate. And round about his home, the glory that blushed and bloomed is but a dim-remembered story of the old time entombed. And travelers now within that valley, through a red-litten window's sea, vast forms that move fantastically to a discordant melody, while like a ghastly rapid river, through the pale door, a hideous throng rush out forever and laugh, but smile no more.
Thanks for listening to this very special edition of Night Rhymes. Be safe out there tonight, and happy Halloween. I don't